0: Southern. and i'm christian and this is episode 71 of shades of brown and we're back
1: it's uh, the uh season three first episode of season three <laughs> season three <laughs> i i'm surprised we haven't gotten canceled yet oh my god three, three seasons oh my in. <laughs>
0: god they canceled uh luke cage i'm sad but anyways uh we have a lot to talk about uh because we've been away and a lot of lot of stuff happened uh two months i guess Uh. As as
1: MKBHD says, it's hashtag Techtober.
0: Uh, <laughs> MKBHD, my dude, just <laughs> uh, stick to the videos. Um,
1: uh, so, so basically what we're going to do today, uh, it's technically not like this week's news per se, but uh, we got some catch up. So we're just going to like pick things from the past however long, you know, and just kind of and go through that because I still I still think they're like. For example, like we have the iPhones coming up, right? We still have to talk about those, even though they've already been out and released.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're going to start off uh, with with the big one, I guess, is the flagship uh, Apple launch this year, um, the iPhone XS. God, that's a horrible name. Uh, and it's it's bigger partner uh, XS Max, which just let me just say that's a terrible name like how how, what are they gonna do next year uh xx max 2 oh my god that sounds like a uh i don't know that sounds like some energy drink uh
1: anyway so basically whoever is i I think apple poached the wrong person from microsoft i think apple poached (laughs) the the person in charge of naming products at microsoft like this is just a i have nothing to back it up just like a crackpot theory right but Uh i feel like that's what's happened here
0: yeah so let's let's talk about the 10s. uh so i have one uh i i got the tens in the smaller size obviously i the the max was gonna be uh too large uh so i decided to go with the uh just the s and the and it's it's like what do i say it's it's really good like it's it's a very good phone uh it's it's definitely gotten like the whole uh it's very very fast Like, I can't, like, it's, it's, I see this, like, I had the iPhone seven, I used to have iPhone seven plus, and then that's what I upgraded from, uh, the iPhone seven plus was already really fast with iOS 12. Uh, this is just like, it's, it's, it's just, it just breezes through everything. It's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, the, I'm not a fan of the glass back a lot. I mean, it's, it's, uh it's it collects fingerprints that's that's the problem with it like i don't I, the only problem I have is it collects fingerprints uh which is yeah which is not great uh also like the sort of the uh the bezel uh the bezels are gone the the notch i i don't notice notice that like i after a couple of days of using it like i know i don't
1: really uh, notice the notch at all but um how do you feel about apple's oled uh,
0: honestly the, you know you know what like i haven't used an oled screen in so long that i don't have a comparison point because the last time i used a phone with the oled screen was well, did the nexus 5 have an oled screen
1: no that was lcd
0: okay so then that means that the the
1: galaxy Uh, phone you had right
0: yes the first galaxy phone one of the i guess one of the first oled phones uh was the galaxy s the first one uh that was the last time i've used uh a phone with an oled display so uh, i don't have a comparison point but what i can tell you is
1: is the display is is very good uh well, how does it compare to the to the L C D on on the because I think that's the most important thing, right? <laughs> because OLEDs have a signature like style now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Samsung's OLEDs, right? Where it's yeah. always really punchy colors and it's not exactly the most accurate. And from what I've seen of Apple's OLEDs on the watch and on the 10 10S 10X Max and all of that bullshit. It's horrible names. And what I've seen on those is that they've opted for more of a accurate display rather than a punchy display.
0: I would, I would say that's, that's right. Like even with the true tone mode on, right. Uh, like it, it looks clear. It doesn't look like, uh, saturated, like overly saturated, like, uh, like Samsung's phones do. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice and balanced. I would say that, uh, look, it's a very good screen. Like I know compared to the LCDs, uh, I don't think it's worse. Uh, Like OLED has its drawbacks, but it's like it's not it's not bad. It's it's perfectly fine. Uh, Like I don't prefer uh, I I don't prefer the LCD or the OLED over each other. They're both very good displays, and Apple's LCDs have always been uh, top notch. Uh,
1: But I think right the the important thing here is right. It's like the iPhone XS and X Max are great phones objectively, right? But the problem being, it's also a grand for the phone, starting off right. Like that's the the price is the problem.
0: Grand is grand is low. I mean, I mean the grand. I mean, speaking of grand, it's like it's not a grand. It's like two grand for me.
1: Oh, it's right because uh, you're in Canada and everything's most expensive uh, over there. Yeah, right, right. So it's like yeah, it's
0: it's a lot. It's it's uh, it's like two grand uh because it's just. Like the prices are getting up there, right? It's like,
1: and and the thing is, right? It's like, is the phone worth that much? Is it worth that much to spend two grand, a grand on a phone? Because, like, I just got a new MacBook Pro, right? Because I've, the the saga of me only having one USB port and not being able to charge and podcast at the same time is no longer. It is it is finished. That that is that is a, that is a period of my life I don't want to reminisce on. But right, but like this MacBook Pro was two grand, right? And if you compare the 10s to this MacBook Pro. The only real you get more computer, right? Not even talking about physically in size, but in terms of just capability, you get more computer just buying like a laptop versus a phone for two grand. See, that's how I think about it. These phones, they're expensive, yes, but in, rele- in like in relation to what? In relation to iPads, MacBooks, Windows laptops, like services and desktops, right? And if you're spending that much, it's just like you could you could be better off with like a dope laptop and maybe one of the cheaper iPhones
0: yeah definitely uh i'm i'm thinking at this point it is getting to the i guess like the access is the most uh if you it's look excessively hard, priced. excessively priced <laughs> uh, i'm looking at the invoice right now um for it okay so the phone itself is one thousand dollars one one five eight nine uh canadian dollars mind you uh also it's the uh two fifty six gigabyte model uh, because there is no 128 gigabyte model, so I had to go for 256. And the Apple Care uh, price is 249. So with that subtotal for 1838, and with, uh, with taxes, uh, it's, uh, $2,000 and. $2,076.94. $2, uh, exactly. That's so, like...
1: AppleCare for it's, these it's phones are only it's, it's, $20, it's, it's, $10 cheaper than AppleCare for a Mac. uh uh-huh, like, uh-huh. You know how much AppleCare is for the Mac Pro?
0: It's what? Is $230. It
1: like... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the ten grand um, Mac Pro. And that's what's ridiculous about this is that I... So... Most of my conversations with phones will be about the price, because I feel like at this point, like, it's an iPhone, you know what it does, it has this new design, you like it or not, it's going to be fast, it's going to be secure, like, all that's fine, and it's just, it's just, like, this, these things cost so much, and, and if they exist in a bubble, sure, maybe that could be justified, but Apple's just, like, raising rent to raise rent, right?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, like, the margins, I, I, I don't know, like, the margins are getting, like, they've been steadily increasing...
1: Because they're uh, selling less phones, but they're increasing the margins on them so they so they keep can, making more money yes, off of them. Yes.
0: Uh so that's that's the iPhone 10S. We uh, before we move on
1: to the Well we have to talk about Beautygate. Yes. Ah <sighs> fuck it. So every So year. basically what happened here is that um The cameras on the new phones, they have switched to more of a computational style of photography as per the Pixel devices. So basically what Apple does is Apple takes like 10 separate pictures and then they pull the best parts out of each picture because they get different exposures, different, you know, settings and all of that. And then they combine them into one image. And what BeautyGate, the problem with that is uh, it appeared like Apple was smoothing your skin because what they said in the press release, they're going to fix it in 12.1, whenever that comes out, um, that... They're saying that they just as a bug, they're picking the wrong exposure. And that's why since they were applying those computational effects to the to a bad exposure, uh and it, it was artificially smoothing out yes. skin and messing uh, with the uh with the noise levels so, to make it look like everything was smooth.
0: So the the feature that's doing with the smart HDR uh was choosing the wrong base frame for HDR processing, right? When he took a selfie. Uh instead of like this is from the Verge uh uh, it's a, instead of choosing a frame with a short shutter speed to freeze motion and preserve detail, you would sometimes choose a frame with longer shutter speed. Uh, so, also, the front camera right, does not have OIS. Uh, so, it means uh, OIS is optical image stabilization. So, it takes blurrier shots at the same shutter speed as the rear stabilized camera. So, the result is that you get a photo that it, there's lots of detail uh, that looks like smoothing right Uh, so uh, Apple said they're going to fix this with 12.1 they're going to change it so that it picks the sharpest base frame for the HDR merge uh, when taking selfies uh so calling this beauty gate is is stupid because I the whole gate thing annoys me to annoy end. Oh, but.
1: do you remember gate? <sighs> like one YouTuber had a bug where his phone wouldn't charge and then it became a whole thing. Uh mostly people are just doing it play to play algorithms and get clicks. They're mostly just click beaty stuff. Although I, I think Beauty Gate was a little more warranted because a lot of um, Asian OEMs, they'll do that in their versions of the phones, not the ones that comes to the States. So usually when they bring them to the States or to the West, they remove those features. But I know that like a lot of phones sold in China and those surrounding markets, they'll have Beauty, Beautify features in their su- in their camera apps by like default. That's why I was like, I thought this was weird piece. If Apple's gonna do it, Apple would probably go all the way, right? Because what the ones in what the Asian OEMs do, they make it where it'll smooth skin, but also bleaches it, um, contours your face, smallens your eyes, and uh, brightens the background. I think, or, or like, it adds more contrast from the face to the background.
0: I hope Apple never goes that route because that's
1: <sighs> it makes everyone into a white person, basically. Oh,
0: yeah, it's it's. I'm not a fan. Um, also, I mean, yeah, this like. Yeah, this is fine. I mean, this. i was calling it a beauty gate. It was. It, and people are saying this was. Uh, some people say that this was like a thing that Apple did intentionally, and then people didn't like it, so now they're changing it, and they're calling it a bug. But I don't think that's like the actual thing. If they're saying it's a bug, it's probably a bug. Uh, so because these cameras are extremely complicated software, uh, and the, the ca- you're you're buying, the, you're not buying a camera per se. You're buying. The software, right? You're buying the computational magic, right? You're buying the algorithms, uh, because these are all software cameras. Uh, so that's the excess, right? Uh, and this month, right? Uh, the last week, last, this last week, week, yes. Yep. Uh, the, the middle version, it's like the middle version, the iPhone
1: tenor i like uh, how they call it the iphone also i am going to slurt when i say it and pronounce it tenor as in t-e-n-n-o-r because i think that sounds fun so um don't at me but but with this phone i love how everyone's like oh it's the cheaper phone it is the it is the cheap phone this is um it is 50 dollars, i believe or 100 dollars, depending on where you're at more expensive than the base model 8 from last year so it is cheaper than the 10 series, but the phone is still expensive than the base models it was replacing. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It is it is still uh like a what dollars 800 dollars phone, right? Uh,
1: yep. it's 749 in the US. for the starting for the US, so probably like 849 uh, in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't
0: looked at it. But yes. Uh so the iPhone 10R, uh let's let's talk about like the the small differences. Uh, first first big dif- first thing we talked about last with the 10s was the display and the display on the 10R is not OLED. It's uh, it's it's an LCD, right? Uh and they are Yes, yeah, so it's be- an
1: LCD that um it still has a notch in like the bezelless design rate but it has more of a bezel because with OLED uh I think of LCD they they still have to, they have to have a bit of a bezel there in order to fit the components. Um is with the OLEDs what Apple does is that it bends the screen on top of each other it uses a flexible OLED screen so you're technically the, the screen is bigger than what you're actually seeing because the panel itself is bent on the sides so in order to to make that bezeless uh, uh appearance but they're not doing that with the OLED they're doing like some software tricks at the corners to uh they're like anti-aliasing the display to make it to make it so that it's uh to make it look circular and to make it have that edge-to-edge appearance um So, from what I've heard, and I actually was at an Apple store the other day because I was getting a warranty on my MacBook, getting Apple Care, and I play around with it. It is not better than the uh, previous LCDs. I can tell it's a little bit worse because I we are screen nerds. But everyone else, I'm pretty sure, no one's going to care.
0: Nobody's going to notice. No majority. This phone is okay. Let's just get that out of the way. This this phone is going to sell like a lot uh this is this is uh, this is gonna be the iphone that's gonna sell a lot of uh,
1: because you're not compromising on the specs that don't matter right No. like you is. get you only get mm-hmm. one gig less ram but it's ios so like four gigs versus three gigs of ram really doesn't matter on a phone I also,
0: yeah, I mean, it's pushing less pixels too. uh, So it's not, it's like the RAM difference is not significant.
1: Mm. Yep. Uh, And it gets better battery life because it is pushing. So it doesn't have, it has a sub 1080p display. It's still 326 PPI. I know there's been a lot of uh, spicy discourse about how, wow, Apple's not shipping 1080p in 2018. But I, the thing about screen resolutions is that when it comes to phones, I've always felt like having those 4K displays isn't as important on larger screens, right? Because past a certain point, the pixels you're pushing, it's not discernible to the human eye, right? No, no.
0: no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, like, there's no reason for that. Uh, and the other thing that is uh, different here is that the there's only one camera in the back, right? There is the the, the, the standard camera that they have. On the back, so they have. They don't have the one. The, they don't have the wide angle. The wide angle lens. They only have the regular um, ends. Which is honestly like that's not that big of a drawback. Like how many people really like, really, really care about that second camera, right? Uh, like f- very few people probably care a lot about. Like that's like a that's like a thing that you can go get along, like, go without, and it's fine. Uh, the phone can still do portrait mode photos so it's not like you're missing out on portrait mode right uh so that's i mean it even
1: yeah it does it more of like a it does portrait mode using uh more computational photography so it does it, it's sort of how like google does it on the pixel line of phones and honestly it's good enough right like you technically you get better results in some situations with uh with having both lenses but portrait mode on these phones aren't significantly worse and i don't think portrait mode is that important of a feature right it's like the story with this phone, it hits all enough of the of the sweet spots, and it isn't going to destroy your wallet. I mean, it's still a seven hundred dollars phone, but like it's more reasonably priced. But you're not you're not getting skipped out on any specs, right? You're getting the you're getting the same processor, you're getting RAM, you're getting just as fast flash storage, right? You're getting you don't get three D touch, but you still the taptic engine in there. It's just I guess with the with bending the LCD and however they made it so that it looks bezel-less, right? that they weren't able to uh, put in a 3D Touch engine. But really, the only time 3D Touch is useful is when you're moving around the keyboard. And you can do that anyway by holding on the spacebar to turn it into a trackpad.
0: Yes, you can. I did, like, that, that trick is actually, like... This is the problem with 3D Touch, by the way, is it's not discoverable in any way. Like, it, the, the OS will not tell you about it. And you can't you can't know about it unless you go look it up like on a YouTube video or like you try to like just 3d touch on objects that you figure out that, okay, you can, you can do that. Uh, but it's not like, it's not a UI. I think the reason like 3d touch is sort of, sort of a failure uh, is because yeah, it's not discoverable. Like you don't know it's there. And most of the time, uh, like for me to, to be fair also, like if you've come, if you've been using iOS for a long time, uh there are certain like ways of using ios that you're probably like uh just muscle memory at this point and 3d touch is not one of them uh so if you've been you've been using an iphone since the iphone 6 uh which didn't have uh 3d touch then you just get along just fine without it uh so it's it's not it's not it's not really a loss to be honest because most people don't even use it so it's like yeah uh what else? Is there anything else that's significant? I don't think there are
1: any. Um it has really good colors. So my I, I don't know why Apple does this. Um they do it the same with the MacBook Pros, We only get the fun colors with the cheaper computers, which doesn't make any sense cuz I would want a yellow Mac. But so this one has really dope colors, which I think is going to probably make people want it more.
0: Yes, it's going to definitely yes. Uh the last time this happened I think it was the 5C, right? Or is it like the uh the 5C was the you know the low end iphone that they tried once and they never did it again uh so that was that was that uh so that's that, that those are the,
1: uh, <laughs> so the iphones basically they're, they're iphones everyone who listens to this podcast probably has made a choice one way or another in their hearts if they like apple or not i feel like at this point we can't really tell you um these are new phones the, can, don't buy the 10s don't buy the 10s max because the oled screen is not worth like the 300 to 250 dollar difference
0: Unless you're, like, an extremely snobby screen nerd, in which case, uh, I mean, see, so the the way that, uh, okay, the one way to put it is, is that screen worth, like, $300 to you? Like, is that screen
1: worth $300? Or uh, And less battery life. You get a better screen, mm-hmm. but you get less battery you get, life. You get less
0: battery life because the OLED screen actually is, yeah, it does, like, it's not actually using less power. Uh, so that's that's that uh so just decide for yourself uh and i think for most people i think the decision will be the 10r if you're buying a phone uh, an iphone this year
1: uh oh i guess too for uh for for network nerds the 10s and 10x max technically have gigabit lte when the 10r does not
0: that's not relevant like i'm telling you as a network nerd right uh it's not going to be relevant anytime ev- probably ever in does toronto have gigabit lte towers or do you know uh, probably not uh but even if it did it's like it doesn't matter to even network it's like you're not going to get gigabit LTE or even close to it really in in any major network deployment even if it's deployed it's not going to be it's going to get probably give you better speeds but you're not going to like you know it's not a thing that's yeah uh it's that's that's not a concern for anybody i, I don't think it's 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 basically a minor it's just a difference in to put a new antenna in uh this new antenna line on the uh like uh, on the bottom of the 10s right on the left of the left speaker grill uh there's a there's another line the that's for the gigabit lte that's the antenna for that um
1: so although actually although actually i my take for this year's iphones is that you should buy none of these and um just buy an eight that's not a bad idea. SE. Like, yes. my, my suggested because... So uh, not,
0: maybe not the SE. Oh Well, the SE is the only, only choice if you want a small phone.
1: My, my thing... No, no, no. I suggest the SE because it's the cheapest one. A lot of US carriers right now are running promotions where you can get an SE for like 50 bucks or close to free, right? Like, you can get one for very cheap. And I feel like if you're like uh, budget shopping for phones, right, and your choices are shitty Android phones running Marshmallow or an SE, my choice to you would be just to get an SE
0: get this just just get this just honestly like yeah like if like honestly just just get this uh it's just,
1: but yeah i would yeah. say like still get the iphone 8 because i have an iphone 8 right now yeah, the, and it is
0: even the 7 plus even if you, if you can get a 7 cheap like that's fine too because uh like the, the problem just, is
1: apple's processors they they have like they've mentioned on the VergeCast all the time these processors are still faster than anything like the eight processor, i'm if i remember correctly reading the benchmarks are still as fast or faster than what qualcomm offers with their latest generation of processors and it's like a two-year phone two or a year old phone at this point so i i really i don't think that you need to get the latest with these phones especially if you can get it for cheaper and just like save money and like i don't know
0: yeah it's like the seven plus that i gave uh to my brother uh it's still and the performance wise, it's just it's just extremely ridiculously good, uh, and iOS 12 just improves it. Right, iOS 12 is is, is the thing to do. Uh, so, moving on to uh, another expensive phone, uh, Google Pixel 3 uh, was launched. Uh, so, okay, so we have we have the three and the three XL. So we have the small one and the big one. Uh, the both of them have. The, the The smaller one has bezels at the top and the bottom right uh you have bezels because apparently Google really likes
1: putting front facing speakers uh which to be fair is not something i'm against
0: i'm like i don't know if it's like a thing that they i mean it's i'm not i' don't, I'm not hung up on it as some people are uh but like if you can get rid of them and put them on the bottom and use the get rid of the bezels i don't know.
1: I mean, like the bezels are annoying, right? But I, my problem with like iPhone speakers is that they're loud, sure, because Apple has two uh, dual facing ones, but they're, but they're, but they distort at peak volume. So if you have podcasts playing at peak volume or music playing at peak volume, they'll distort a little bit. And the Pixel ones from all the reviews we've seen don't distort Mm -hmm. at max volume.
0: That's, that's, that's fair. Uh, Like I, I don't play anything on max volume, but I do use speakers a lot. Uh, for playing podcasts at like medium volume. Uh, so that's fine. But the XL has a top notch, which is, uh, at the Verge's words, <laughs> it's doofy. Uh, it looks, it's deeper, right? Uh, it's a deeper notch than anything else. Uh,
1: there My is, problem with the notch is that. It's the radiuses. That's what's wrong with it, all right? So it's not the size of it, but it's the curvature of the notch. It just doesn't look right. Whatever angle Google is curving the display at and curving it into the notch, it's such a huge dip, right? It's not... The width of it isn't the problem. The height of it isn't the problem. I literally think it's whatever math Google used to to make that curvature on that display that looks weird. He's also too. Besides the fact it's not symmetrical, if it had a nicer curve, it, it, the curve just seems too harsh, and that's why it's like it's an aggressive notch. It's an aggressive curve.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the the on, on the 10s versus the DXL. Like like the angles on the Apple notch is like it's more rounded, right? It's more less drastic and it's deep, obviously wider, right? It's wider, but it's, it's less deep, right? It's, it's the depth is... So, like, it just looks... And, uh, and you don't get... Uh, what do you get with that in the notch? Uh, in the XL, you get a... You uh, get a
1: uh, wider front-facing camera, and that's it. You get two... You get a wide-angle front-facing camera, and you get a uh, regular uh, angle front-facing camera, right? but the problem with the wide-angle one is that it distorts at the edges. Okay uh so you're gonna get okay you get like the fish lens effect a little bit right <laughs> right
0: uh, let's let's talk about the camera because everybody obviously cares about the camera here uh the camera there's a bunch of new camera features right um uh, there's like top shot which selects like a better image from a from a series of bursts right uh there's motion autofocus which is pretty cool by the way it's like uh if you if you if you set a focus on on a, on a on a particular object and the object is moving right uh it'll track it uh which is pretty cool uh super res zoom
1: it's just
0: i mean digital zoom i don't know like people trying to improve digital zoom I, like I don't
1: yeah i'm okay uh, with it because i think that even if it's not the best shot anything mm-hmm. you do to improve the shot that's, you that's get true. with it is better yeah. you know because people are going to zoom. the thing is people yeah. will zoom in on their phones anyways unless they're me and you who are like camera uh, nerds and know uh, not to oh, do it. yeah
0: it's just mm, yeah it annoys me to do the people doing the uh the whole pinch to zoom thing uh the, doing the digital zoom uh it's just mm. anyways uh night sight is actually like uh like, a
1: leaked APK um, on XA developers came out, and the demos of it are really great. It's
0: good. It's it's ridiculously good. I've seen pictures of it, pictures from it on uh, somebody on Mastodon has a has an Excel, uh, and uh, I think there were do comparison shots like with uh, like a dark room with night sight versus without night sight, and it's it's kind of amazing, honestly. Like night sight is is the magic feature that's i think we're talking about because it's it's really good uh and the surprising amount of detail in these shots too which is pretty cool uh what else is there anything else like well uh, really it's
1: just that google has really great camera software google photos is still good i think the the story with this phone right is that it is mediocre hardware um, because there's nothing special outside of the, uh, camera itself, but Google software is just really great if you're willing to give up the privacy stuff, right? Like that's, that's the story. It's like, you, everything is great on this phone as long as you're willing to agree to all of Google's terms, right? Which the same could be said for iPhones, right? And that's why Apple doesn't have as great of AI features, and especially their computational cameras, since they try to do everything locally and they don't, um,
0: they don't want to, send it to yeah they don't want your data that's basically the gist of it
1: uh well and someone might add us and be like what about china and to that i tip my hat but that conversation is not for this week it's <laughs> just, just a pre up some follow-up i i am aware this is a flawed analogy but google is the worst here when you when, when it comes to data collection and, and and the problem being right is that you can't use this phone without agreeing to it like none of almost the google assistant features obviously won't work the camera gets a little weird if you don't have some of the stuff turned on and it's just a not a great experience if you don't agree to all of it but I do think that bad hardware can be fixed with good software or mediocre hardware can be fixed with good software and Google software here is really good and Android Pie as I've said before is really great on pixel phones so I'm, I'm torn on it I, I feel like uh, you know what I wish now you know because how um, the EU Google's not selling licenses in the EU right because yes. of the uh, Oh, yeah, the, we're, we're gonna have to get to that at some point but, but yeah. i feel like you know microsoft could just come in make a surface phone that runs android and only has the play store and nothing else and all Microsoft. Yes, Talk about this on the Vergecast. And then uh, just make yes. like an AI camera. Right? <laughs> Panos can make a surface phone with a dope camera. <laughs> I believe in Panos. I believe that if, if Mike because Microsoft still has some of those Nokia people from when they bought them, I don't think they've all been fired yet. So Microsoft just goes back to the Nokia people who made dope cameras. And Microsoft, like, yo, we're gonna make a surface phone, it's gonna run Android. Just make the best computational camera you can. And I feel like that would be great. That's what I'm hoping for here
0: that's okay i mean so so what's the verdict on these like is these like what do we say is if you want an android phone that arguably has the i would say the best version of android that you can get
1: uh so this is like if you this is like weird pieces if you want the best android phone with the best camera out of all phones um and you also want the most secure far as you can trust Google with everything, just like iOS. iOS is the most secure because you can trust Apple with things. If you're willing to trust Google with everything, because Google does have uh, a custom security chip in here. So... If you're willing to just give up some of your data, this is a really great phone. Otherwise, probably a cheap iPhone, right? Like, this is, I, 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 like, that's the regulation, right? It's, it's, are you okay if Google's tracking stuff? Um, and to people who are not our audience, most of them probably don't give a shit, but right. Like, people who listen to the show are, are obviously, they, they care a little more about that. So it's just like, how far are you willing to put up with tracking and how much do you not like Apple? Cause these are both good phones, like all the iPhones this year, and they're all more expensive than they should be. Yeah, these
0: are still very expensive phones. So, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's that's, I guess, the topic. Speaking of ridiculous phones,
1: um, that are also ridiculously expensive, let's get uh, that out uh, too.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about gaming. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <clears throat> gaming phones.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so, uh, okay. So, ch- trust, insisted on doing these. Uh, I, I don't know, but anyway, let's start with the first one, the razor phone too. Um, I look, I don't like, mm, it's very
1: rectangular. It's very, uh, so, the Sharp. thing about the Razer phone that, ma- that, that got me fucked up, right, is that Razer bought Nextbit like, a couple years back. Uh, this yes, is the did. same design as the Nexbit phone. It is, it is All the same All Razer did was yeah. make it black, add fancy lights to it, and put a glass back on it. And I the design the next, has stayed the same. I mean, but, the Nextbit design is not a bad
0: design, but it looks out of date in this world of uh less
1: It's also really phone. boxy. That's a problem. It's hard to yes, hold.
0: it's very as a very sharp as i called it it's very rectangular right it's very uh looks like a chocolate bar uh it doesn't look bad but it just looks like yeah it's like the 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 android police review of it um it looks like it's 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 big too right it's it looks fairly big to me
1: uh yeah it's it's an unwieldy phone um and the the thing also about the Razer phone is that it says it's a gaming phone but like this is the same fucking hardware as the Pixel in terms of specs, right? <laughs> like, it just has more RAM. Like, none of... Uh, they keep saying, they're like, oh, these are all gaming phones. And it's like, what... what do you have an overclock CPU? Or do you have a special GPU? Like, gaming laptops have desktop class GPUs just kind of soldered onto them. That's why they're gaming desktops. And they have, like, big-ass fans. This phone, however, just has a glass back, lights, and and to their credit... One hundred and twenty hertz refresh rates are really fucking nice. As a That's, really good display, yeah, I
0: think they're probably the only vendor that does that. These days, like outside of Apple, yeah, outside of Apple on the iPad Pro, which uh, which doesn't really count as like it's not a phone. So like I'm, I'm like excluding that. It's
1: especially not a gaming phone. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it's really not. Um, and it does have a four thousand milliamp hour battery, which you're gonna drain really fast if you play games on this. Uh, because, yep. Uh, seven hundred and ninety nine US dollars. So this is not this is not a cheap cheap little thing.
1: Uh, and the camera is also uh trash compared to the Pixel, which is reason- which is you know comparatively priced. So like I, what do you? It, it, it's that's the problem, right? Like they, Razor's trying to charge premium prices for a phone that the only killer feature is the premium display.
0: It's the and the one twenty hertz, yes, and the branding and the. Stereo speakers, Stereo speakers? They, they distort
1: at loud volumes. From uh, all of what I've seen, too, they they when you peak, they they distort a little bit, but they're still pretty full and nice if you don't like crank it all the way up to the max. But that's still a little silly. See, this is the, the problem with phones: is that Razer can't charge the Razer tax like they do uh, with their desktop. No, they cannot
0: because it's just just going to be like $800 and it's going to be like the same hardware
1: as a pixel. Yeah, because it's like on, on the desktop side, right? You, who you don't compete with anyone when it comes to like gaming hardware because Microsoft doesn't make it and Apple does it. But on the phone side, you have Google making their own stock Android devices and you have Apple with their iPhones and Apple's phones are like genuinely better for gaming than, than this phone is like the iPhone is going to run PUBG and Fortnite better than any Android gaming phone ever will
0: uh huh so it's this is this is nah nah man this this it, sorry that nah, ain't it chief that ain't it that ain't it um, <laughs> like unless you I don't know for some reason if you really want that 120 hertz refresh rate for what reason I don't know
1: uh that's the only until until you know you're playing a game that's technically optimized for it but you know like you've owned the phone for a year and a half now so it just keeps force closing on you <laughs> I'm sorry, Android people. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm... Like, no. Don't just it just get a... If you're going to pay, like, $800 for a phone, like, an Android phone, just, just you know, don't get this. It's just,
1: like... What you should get, however, is the... <clears throat> I have to get my voice ready for this. No. Republic of Gamers ROG Phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. That That is uh the rog phone uh which is it is like the website for it like the the website now, whoever designed the website for it has had a lot of fun uh, uh like whoever did this had a lot of fun doing it uh so, somebody- so so
1: like the how so how ridiculous this phone is it has three usb type c ports <laughs> and they're 48 pins um, like so, like it has like a double one. Like I don't know, it looks weird when you look at the sides. Like I don't know what the uh, difference is between a regular USB Type C port, and a 48 pin one, but uh-huh. this phone has three of them apparently. Uh-huh. And it has, it comes with a fan that you clip on that provides an extra USB C port and a headphone jack.
0: And it it has a it says you know the tech specs. It says it's 2.96 gigahertz, specially binned 845. So it's I I don't know what that means to be honest. I know what a bin. Yeah. I know. So what by bin, bin, means, w- like, bin
1: parts, right? Are, yeah. But like just for, just for listeners, all right. When you bin a part, that means that you're, you're doing basically quality control on the processors. So every processor is tested to make sure that they can actually hit those speeds. Because like this is the problem with the, the old Pixel, right? Where the screens, they were provided by LG and Google wasn't getting the best bin parts. So they were getting screens that had, that had shittier tolerances for errors, right? I'll uh, also do for this year's pixel. Google has gone to Samsung for the big one, LG for a small one, and apparently the screens are great because Google learned the lesson. But with these phones, so using specially bin parts, it means that they're picking the, the highest of processors. So that means you in theoretically you should get the best performance.
0: Alright. So like this thing, right? Um like it's it's actually better than the Razor phone because like it actually has like features that are more power user style features, right?
1: So it has You didn't watch the video on it. We have a video linked, but so one of the features is X mode, and what X mode does, I think it like does it activate the lights on it? I think it turns on the lights and it puts it into like a special gaming mode.
0: Oh no! Does it like overclock the CPU or something? I don't know.
1: I think I think it like it it like changes the power management, so you won't get um you can run yeah, won't get throttled as much.
0: Um. So. Cool thing about this is it has a USB C connector, I mean on the bottom, right? Many and many USB C connectors. Well, it does. It has a side mount connector. Uh also like the there's also 3.5 millimeter audio jack, so it has that going for it. Uh, and it has like a really good t- DAC, right? It has like a very good DAC. Uh,
1: this phone just has it has so it has all of the gaming accessories you'd need. Like yeah, can we just talk about this dock. <laughs> Why
0: is this like who's who's gonna buy this dock?
1: Oh my god, it's so It's a mobile it
0: also, desktop dock.
1: It, it's it's like it's like the the docks that Microsoft sold with the Lumia 950. Oh um, my god. but also too, there is air triggers. So how this works is you're holding your phone in landscape, right? And you're playing a shooter and you can just tap the top sides of your fingers and it'll like you can map that to buttons in the game. It, that's
0: actually kind of a neat feature, right? That's that's pretty cool. Like, there's these all these docks there's like three four four docks there's okay okay let, let me just say there's the mobile desktop dock right right that's that's like basically the switch style dock right uh there's a twin view dock which uh i i don't there's a display on it uh there's a professional dock which is like it has like ports on it it has like a it's like I think it's like a oh it's like a, it's like a it looks like a steam little those steam th- those little steam things like a steam links. Uh, that's what that looks like, uh, and there is a ASUS YGIG dock, which is for eight hundred two dot eleven AD, which is uh, it's like a new version of uh, Wi Fi six Wi-Fi, right Wi Fi Wi Fi gig yeah it's, it's yeah it's like Wi Fi gig. It's YGIG, right? It's like, uh, it's like gigabit wireless, so it's like short-range uh, wireless.
1: YGIG sounds like the, like the shortened name of a really long light novel that's about to be turned into an anime. Oh, my I, God. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, so this
0: thing has like four separate docks that it can buy, right? It also has something called a game vice.
1: It's like it's, it's a strap for the thing that has two controllers on the side that turns into a fucking switch. <laughs>
0: this thing is just like somebody went like somebody like asus was just like this like some design team was like okay this is going to be the most gamer phone you can possibly make okay so go go all out and whoever like designed all this shit it's just like they just they just did it they just did all these things uh i don't think this is going to sell anything uh, so, uh, I don't even know the price. Is there a price on it?
1: I'm, um, I'm checking. I'm going to Amazon right now. Amazon is loading. Um, I'm also checking Asus's store. Uh, you
0: know, from a design perspective, it doesn't look too bad. Oh my right? God. It's $900. I mean, that's not unreasonable, right? Like, I like, I mean, like it's kind of a niche device. It's not like, yeah.
1: I mean, the thing about this phone is that it's so extra. It is, it is and everyone knows it and you know like if you if i saw someone have this phone on the street i'd walk up to them like (laughs) Like, some mobile fans are about to uh flame me for this but this reminds me of the n9 the one that ran migo
0: oh that's that's a throwback
1: this Uh, is such a specialized phone that i feel like no one's gonna buy but in like a couple years but the thing is, in a couple years, this is gonna be like, such a coveted item because people are like, "You remember that one time Asus made a phone that was fucking ridiculous?" Uh huh.
0: And this is gonna be like that one guy who's ha- who has it, right? Like, and it's gonna be like he's the guy with like pl- in in the corner of the room playing like Fortnite on his on his Android phone.
1: Right? Oh my god! Think about this though. If it comes with like Android Oreo or Pi, what if it has an unlockable bootloader? What if this is the phone that they use to build desktop Linux for the for the for for phones on? Oh.
0: that... You know that's not a bad. It does have ports. It does have all
1: the ports. Oh my god, real talk. Okay, KDE project, I know you listen. Um <laughs> I I know you want, y- y'all want to build phones on open hardware, but listen to me. Make KDE natively run on this thing. It'd be beautiful. KDE is now is now a part of the Republic of Gamers. <laughs> oh,
0: that's that's bad. <laughs> also this thing has like a custom ASUS launcher skin thing on it like icons oh, that,
1: that 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 skin is fucking atrocious i didn't even want to talk about it because how offended i am by it i
0: mean it's to be fair it's android so you know it's not like you can't change that so it's, it's fine uh, so it's, it's this is a lot uh i recommend checking the web page for it because it's 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 a lot of fun um and it has really interesting font choices uh so you know have it's, fun it's actually that. a
1: surprisingly performant web page like a lot of these pages break scrolling this one does not
0: no, it does not. It 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 is very fast. It, it all these stuff is loaded. Uh, the images look really like it's well laid out, right? Like the page is well laid out. It's like the content is readable, right? It's obviously somebody like put in some effort. Like the, it's not like they're using like shitty fonts that are not readable. Like the fonts are fine. They're just in theme uh, with the gamer nature. Uh, of this phone. Uh, the, gamer
1: g- gamer the gamer nature. The gamer nature. <laughs> what the fuck is the gamer nature? I, I need you. No, 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 no. We, we're not long <laughs> moving past this. I need you to explain to me what the fuck the gamer nature is. I don't know. It's, it's whatever, like, the national, uh, with the National Anthem of Gamers? <laughs> National Anthem of Gamers? <laughs> oh my god. The Republic what, of Gamers? What is the National Anthem of the Republic of Gamers? I feel like, I feel like it's like a really great but kind of cringy uh, Nightcore mix on SoundCloud that's about to be DCMA'd. Oh my god. And now you can only get it if you know someone <sighs> in that one Discord room. <gasps> Think about it. This phone is finally powerful enough to run Discord
0: oh my god the jokes the jokes never end um let's, let's let's just move on from all these ridiculously expensive phones to
1: broken software, software? yeah
0: <laughs> broken software. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh windows 10 october update right which was broken right there was a bug not broken i mean it was and it was a bug uh that forced Microsoft to suspend rollout of the Windows 10 update. Uh, I did uh, my desktop is actually updated to it because I updated before to stop the rollout. Well, they, they I,
1: resumed rollout though. They fixed the bug and resumed it now, so it sounds okay. safe to install.
0: Okay. Um, so I didn't. I didn't encounter the bug. I didn't lose any data. Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, so there was a bug where like just like data from your like Documents folder would just just like just be deleted. Like it would just it just go
1: uh and it was related i think to like a special like OneDrive bug or something like that like it was, yes there's yes, like a, yeah. they had a technical explanation for it but at the end of the day this was in the in- insider feedback hub and like for months before the stable release so yeah, and this they has been reported microsoft they, mm-hmm. they just shipped it anyways that's the problem
0: and there was, there was an editorial uh opinion piece on 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 ours technica by our good good microsoft uh expert i guess peter bright uh yeah, it's like Microsoft's problem isn't how often it uh, updates Windows. It's how it develops it, right? Uh, like that. that's like the gist of the article, which is that it, like this whole thing points out, like, sort of the flaw with Microsoft's uh, current status quo of like QA, right? Like, as in the QA is like non existent, apparently. Uh, they're using, using, uh, what what's the program? Insider program? Uh, inside yeah, program? Insider program? Insider like program? Insider program? Folks to do basically QA for them, which is and they don't not even using the QA feedback properly, right? Like this this bug was reported by multiple uh, insiders, right? And it's not like something like some really obscure bug, but it was just something that it was already reported, and it was just nobody just thought to take stop the deployment before it fixed the bug before uh release uh so yeah i mean this this whole article is just yeah just
1: also with thing. the uh, obligatory windows 10 update we still mention my people exist why why is it there no one knows no one knows also <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> timeline is still super buggy and slow I've, when you open it and I've i don't not know wrong. why i've either. Not,
0: not launched it uh, if once. you click it
1: like if you click it 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 drops frames like opening timeline will just make it drop frames, and I never know why. Like I saw it on this on a on the MacBook Pro just to play around with it, and then I'm like, this computer is fast enough to do this UI animation. I do not know why it just shits out on me. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Uh, but yeah, this is mm, mm, not great. Not great. Right. Uh, yeah, does yeah. it doesn't, doesn't help like that? People don't like Windows 10 already. Um, deleting people's data is not gonna. <laughs> get you any any fans uh so yeah, uh that's that's a windows 10 october update i don't think there's much else to talk about right it's, yeah it's just fairly,
1: it's it's a windows update it added new things more things being added to the control center well, it added dark design. mode
0: to windows explorer by the way uh which is the marquee feature as far as i'm concerned uh so which is good
1: yeah uh, i still just feel like in general windows 10 is, is getting better um, they're being more transparent now about data collection. Like they'll just re- they'll literally, they'll tell you everything if you go to that screen. Right. Uh, and I, I know that some folks still have problems with how Microsoft does things and they probably forever will. But as far as I'm concerned, I think it's going on the right track. Uh, I think Microsoft backing away from UWP is a bad move, but they're Microsoft. So they're always shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Like, yep.
0: All right. We we have three Apple releases to talk about. This is gonna be the last three topics, I guess. Uh we're gonna talk about we're gonna start with iOS twelve and then we're gonna talk about Mac OS. We should probably talk about Watch OS and iOS first, and then macOS will have it last, right? Uh just just that makes sense. Uh, so iOS twelve uh we sort of talked about it in the beginning of uh, what we talked about the new iPhones uh but iOS 12 is a, is like a it's like a bug fix release right it's a lot of bug fixes it's a lot of like uh uh quality of life changes right it's a lot of small things that are that have been improved that are like really good like uh my favorite uh new iOS 12 feature is do not disturb options right like do not disturb now has things like you can turn it on for an hour you can turn it on till this evening you can turn it on until you leave a certain location right or until a, a certain event ends right so it's like pretty cool so you can do uh basically automated uh i mean it would be pretty cool if like do not disturb could be triggered automatically by an event like if you could if you could add a calendar event right and if you could add a calendar event and have like a little checkbox that says Please for the duration of this event, set you send my device to automatically do not disturb mode, right? Uh that would be pretty dope. Uh so, so that's that's my favorite. Like what else, Christian, you want to talk about what other so features
1: for iOS twelve, the uh honestly, the new password for autofill. Uh-huh, that oh, is genuinely. Yes. Oh, oh, that's that's yeah. really great, and I'm, f- I'm really happy that they opened it up to third-party developers and didn't just keep that a like iCloud exclusive thing.
0: Yes, I last pass use it, and it's good. It's very yeah, when password
1: uses as well. Um, I also think Screen Time is good, except for the fact that it's kind of bugs out sometimes. Like when Screen Time technically works, it's pretty great.
0: The apparently there are fair bu- there are bugs where like data just like disappears.
1: Uh, and uh, it'll just randomly like what maybe once a week you lose a day and just because it i don't know apple just made it like that um another great thing that i i really like are siri shortcuts especially now because you can do um i can be like hey whatever overcast play and it'll play like the newest podcast and overcast and you could just you can customly add shortcuts right to siri now which is really good
0: yeah uh so the this is like the result of the workflow acquisition right uh, last year no no no
1: uh, no no. so Siri Shortcuts so I this mean this is confusing branding so Siri Shortcuts <laughs> is when you speak to Siri which is just, yes. and you can make custom things right you can do uh, triggers and stuff you can have uh-huh. it run Shortcuts Shortcuts is separate from Siri Shortcuts Shortcuts is just a rebranded workflow which is an automation tool <sighs> yep uh, it's,
0: it's a bit it's a bit bit, bit confusing uh, yeah but there are fa- very pa- fairly powerful right uh, like, still like it's not as powerful as you want it, you can't like automatically I mean, yeah, trigger it's, it's
1: not like it's not like as good as like bash scripting or automator on the mac but i mean for it's, it's not, not tasker, tasker. yeah, yeah but it's, it's not it's, tasker but uh it's for, it's, it's a, it's a very good nothing. start
0: yeah it's a very good start on automation and i hope apple keeps at it like i hope apple keeps improving uh shortcuts and series shortcuts and like hopes hopefully it gets uh even more powerful right and even like the possibilities uh, of automation just, just should increase uh, from this point. Uh, hopefully, uh, they don't forget about it and it doesn't languish. Uh, what else? There's screen time, as you mentioned.
1: Uh, I've never, I've not. There's no like huge marquee features, right? Like it's just no. all bug fixes, and I think that's mm-hmm. the best part about it, right? It's like this oh, notifications. Of... Oh, we forgot notification about notif- grouping. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it's what I needed in my life. Like I it's still like android is still so much better but jesus christ now that my notification feed isn't just a fucking mess i'm I'm a happy person
0: uh-huh it's it's it just actually like you want to use your you actually want to deal with notifications instead of just like you know just marking them all clearing them all uh you can like like notification stacks right they're not they're just like grouped up uh, yeah, grouped up little stacks
1: and the best part about it too is that um Apps like Wire and Chat apps, not what they do is they they'll stack them not by app but by person. So if you send me four messages or like two messages, someone else sends me three, you you'll be in separate stacks.
0: That is that is dope. That is pretty cool. Uh, that is that is the kind of flexibility that we should be heading towards. Honestly, it's it's overdue uh, at this point. Uh, there's also stuff like uh, instant tuning on notifications. Right, you can just like quickly like like set and uh, like if you from the lock screen, you can swipe. Right, uh, swipe left on a notification right and it will bring up this uh if you hit manage uh you can either set the notification the app to be uh delivered quietly right so delivered quietly means that they only appear in notification center but they don't like appear on the lock screen or play a sound or present a banner or badge uh so that's essentially what they did was they they optimized the whole thing where you go into notifications and turn those off, right? And then they just put it in one button, right? They just made it made that one button.
1: So uh, we have to talk about iMessage and now how sending pix- people pictures you've taken is a mess. So iMessage, so you know in a chat app, right? Next to the text box, you have a photo icon. That used to bring up pictures you recently took in uh, iMessage, right? Which makes sense. But now it opens the camera and now you have to go to iMessage apps and open the photos app in order to send a picture you've already sent. <sighs>
0: It's it's not good. It's it's not. I don't know what, what what's going on there. Like I don't know what the plan is with that. Like what, like I don't I don't. Mm,
1: they probably mm. realize that no one's using iMessage apps and like are trying to figure out a way to get people to use them.
0: Yep, yep. I, I'm I'm thinking that's that's the thing here. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, the yeah. new Photos app is pretty cool. How it'll um, automatically suggest you share. So like I have a friend. I have friends I have their real faces as contact pictures. So if I take photos with them in it, right? We take selfies together and. It, it'll be like, oh, you were at this gallery the other day. You took, like, a bunch of pictures with this person and some without them. We made a smart album. Uh, you want to share it with them? When you open the for you part of Photos, which is actually pretty clever. And all that's, like, done on device too, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is also um, Memoji. <laughs> I'm done. I'm um, even, oh my god. That's um, you. That's all you. I, I, no, there's nothing, like, I don't, I I used the feature once and then I didn't ever use it again, so that's 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 my whole experience with emoji uh.
1: although there is another uh feature right which um so firstly you should not be using two-factor over sms because that's a terrible idea but people still do it because some sites you know don't author an authentication option because they're bad websites and they should feel bad um and but if you get texted one it'll automatically pop up in the keyboard yeah, autofill it into the website. That is
0: very, very helpful. That is very good when you're like when you're setting up a phone again, and it's like you have login stuff, and it's like you gotta have to enter two factor stuff. Uh, it's good. Um, those are like the small quality of life stuff that I'm talking about. It's like this. This release is filled with uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, what else?
1: I think that's it, honestly. And you know what? I'm fine with this release because a lot of it. There's a lot of like new APIs and stuff on the dev side, but nothing like user facing but it just like runs so well in an se and an iphone or an ipad mini 2 right or the, the, whatever someone was a retina one like it runs well on old devices and i like e- easy to dunk on android here but oh my god Th- can the nexus 5 run pi <laughs> it can probably but it's like it's not getting it no uh, it's like it doesn't get it right that's the thing like none <laughs> of these devices will support 6p does that, i don't even think that that's getting pi the six uh-huh Oh, to 6p whatever those weird motorola phones were oh
0: man that's yeah mm-hmm. so is 12 uh good
1: good, good stuff yeah, good uh, shit yeah
0: good shit um <laughs> uh, watch os 5 there's actually honestly like watch os is slowly getting better like it's slowly like there's some features that are like hardware dependent at this point which is which is unfortunate like automatic workout detection right uh there's also like oh new features like background audio
1: oh my that uh, so uh now you can do like custom podcast apps uh-huh, and music players uh-huh. and Very uh, good news. a certain Overcast. company named spotify could totally make an apple watch app right now but they don't want to like uh that they could spotify hi you you y'all could totally make a watch app the apis are there now Especially that you can do cellular streaming. I actually, I'm not sure on that. I know you can that's do it over Wi Fi. I don't know if
0: that. I don't know if that's restricted to the Apple Music.
1: But app. you can still do it over Wi Fi, right? You can still stream probably, over Wi Fi. So probably. you do. It, so it's like Spotify. I, I mean, about. I mean,
0: if 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 Overcast could do it. Right, if Overcast can do it, then Spotify should be able to, do it, right? Because Overcast, I think, can play.
1: Yeah, you could on from the phone, or you could play it. Uh, you could pull them over you can the stream network using
0: LTE, right? Uh, so I think it should work. Uh, but.
1: but yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of great new like developer APIs that actually make you know making watch apps not terrible. Um, well, doing the dev process of still building for watch apps is a horrible process, and Apple should always to get on fixing that. Um, but in a like. I think WatchOS 5, like it improves on the aspects where it should. Uh, it's the Siri Watch face. You can now have third-party apps integrate with it. You uh, The OS is way faster. Once again, it's getting faster and faster every release. Um, automatic workout detection is great. The new workouts modes are good. I think that at this point, most of this release was spent towards fixing technical debt and making the dev side a little easier. And I feel like like the it wasn't a huge o- update but it was a good one and it didn't have any regressions and i think that with you also get notification grouping too but it works the same as i was on, on the iphone but i think with the next couple of releases right i think like apple is probably gonna be keep working on making watch os a better environment for third-party devs and i i feel like they're gonna kill the honeycomb screen soon because like all the demo units that you see the the new apple watches are all having the vertical list I think like I think like we're seeing.
0: Cause why I, is the honeycomb still there, by the way? And why is it a default? Like I,
1: I think it's still there, and I think it's the default because remember how it was rumored that there was supposed to be a huge, huge UI overhaul, but it didn't happen because they wanted to focus on stability. So I think like WatchOS five and iOS twelve uh, just got became technical debt releases, which is great, right? Like we, not not giving us much to talk about, but they're good updates. But I think that next year we're going to see, especially with the watch, we're going to see a bigger UI overhaul for how you look mm-hmm. at apps
0: yeah so that's i mean there's also walkie-talkie i mean I can't,
1: which I- is fun but annoying <laughs> this is- <It's> annoying <laughs> i've used it like three people so far and all we do is shitpost and i'm just like i need to stop talking to you now
0: <laughs> um there's a there's a new watch faces right but those are like restricted to the series
1: Four watches, um, right? A couple, like one or two of the ones that have like all like 20,000 complications. Those ones are not restrict series fours. The other ones are not, but they're just like they're, they're flourishes, right? Like Apple really needs to make uh, third party watch faces a thing because uh, Stephen Troutman Smith on Twitter figured out how to build Swift apps that you can build watch faces with. Because all you basically do, right, is that you build a custom watch app. Um, there's one private API that you can access to make like to get some of the watch face stuff and. You switch your watch to always be showing the last app that was displayed, and you can build cu- custom watch faces. That way, you have to deploy them via Xcode, right?
0: That's a, that's a one hell of a hack. That's that's a that's very that's very hack. Uh, also, you cannot have it in the app store because that, that Apple's.
1: Yeah, you no, know, it's using private API, so you have to you have to download it all Xcode and deploy it to the watch yourself. But it just shows that I I think that custom watch faces are where it needs to go now. Plus, a little bit of U R overhaul for looking for apps. Uh,
0: and there's no more like on the on the series three and higher. So I don't have it. Uh, you can raise your you can raise your watch to talk. That uh, start talking to it. You don't have to use the, the the trigger phrase. Right, that
1: works surprisingly well. Right, like talking to Siri by just raising your your wrist works surprisingly well. I've never had it like not activate, right? I've never like picked it up, put it to my wrist, really speaking. I'm kind of sad I
0: don't have it. <laughs> I'm kind of sad because like, I have a series too.
1: Um, like, I've had I've- it happen where I didn't want to happen, but I've never had it not happen when I didn't want it to happen, if that makes sense, right? Like, so, like, it's like, I, I didn't, like, one time, I- it's every time I put-, put up my wrist start talking and it didn't work, but there's been times where I didn't have it all the way up to my wrist and it thought I was talking to it, which is, uh, I'd rather have it lean in that direction. Mm. Also,
0: yeah, like you mentioned, how like watch OS five is faster, right? Um, I I don't think it's faster on the series two. Like series two, I've, I've noticed is struggling. Uh, I don't know why. Like I, at this point, I'm, tr- I'm I'm tempted to re like clear like just reset it. Uh, like I already, I already reset it once when I got my new phone. I had to reset it, but it's like when I sometimes like just just I. Like check a notification, and like the animations lag like they like bringing down the notification uh drawer bringing down like switching from the bottom to, like to a one watch face to another watch face uh like the animations lag uh like they're fine, like you do it the first time it lags and then it stops lagging right it's like this this weird delay in i think what what's happening here is that the processor is in some sort of low power state. And then
1: it's Oh it's not it, ramping up quickly. It's enough, not right? ramping
0: up fast enough for the animations. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 very noticeable. I've noticed that recently it it's pretty pretty bad. Uh when it, when it, when you first you haven't used your like watch, looked at your watch for a while, and then you bring it up. Uh it does that. Uh so the series two is definitely starting to uh reach, I guess, the end of its uh
1: lifespan. Yeah, I think that every watch before the series three is always running at some kind of performance budget deficit, right? And I, I, it's, like, just because of the nature of, like, how slow the processors were. So, like, I I think that, like, I think Series 3 onwards, especially the Series 4, I think those ones...
0: I don't know. I've considered an upgrade to Series 4, but...
1: Wait uh, another year.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking.
1: Honestly. Or more it's, importantly, like, do you really need a new watch? No, I don't. No,
0: no. There's no need here.
1: Like, yeah, I just, upgraded yeah. from the Series 1 to the Series 3 because I... Yes, you had that a Series one was not zero, being supported right? Anymore. And um, I... And I lied to myself and said, because of the podcast, I need a new watch, Um, which is totally a lie. That is, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it's all bullshit, but you know, it's, it made myself feel more comfortable about it. <laughs> and I, I feel like at that point, like it's, I feel like it was justified because the series zero was actually genuinely bad. Yours is still pretty usable. Mm-hmm. That one was
0: Yeah, no, no. Mine mine is mine is like I'm just, I'm like mentioning these because it's worth mentioning for the podcast. Yeah. Series uh, zero can't
1: even make it like through a full day of the charge. That one was not that was not a good time. Yeah, Series Zero. Series
0: Zero was yeah, Series Zero was it's it's rough. And Series Zero got dropped with Watch Wars 5, right? Uh uh So that's gone. Rip. Rest in peace, uh Series Zero. Um so that's, that's watch OS. That's, that's all the Apple OS's. Uh, this, this has been a good episode. Wait,
1: uh, hold on a second. Uh huh. We never talked about Mac OS Mojave.
0: Oh, right? wow. <laughs> I forgot about Mac OS Mojave. Wow. <laughs> just like Apple forgets about Mac OS every year. Uh, uh, that was, that was just for, that was for the ATP jokes, you know, like the uh, Mac Pro stuff. Uh, so Mac OS Mojave, uh, the Forgotten OS. It's not the uh, Forgotten OS. You just forgot <laughs> it. Fuck up. Uh, big big marquee feature: dark mode. Uh, first off, just just dark mode everywhere, bro. It's uh,
1: it's
0: it's dark. It's dark. It's, it's it's What what else are you gonna say? Uh, so,
1: you know, it's more important than dark mode. The accent color highlights because you can have dark oh, mode and yes, purple everywhere. Yes.
0: Dark and like black, like this it's not it's not fff black right it's like
1: uh it's it's like a little lighter because i think like too lighter. dark that too dark would might be like it, it would hurt the readability
0: like it's not the microsoft dark mode like the windows dark mode like microsoft
1: dark like, mode is full goth and i think apple's dark <laughs> mode is like um i shop at hmm you know i shop at like h&m and i like pastel colors i feel like that's the difference so are, so are oh, you my, saying oh, like windows microsoft is is, is the hot the choice Windows, Windows ten, 10 is hot g- topic oh and my God. and macOS is H and M. Those are okay, that's so my hot take of the also day. So for
0: the for the gods, uh Windows ten, uh, Dark Mode, and this one is yeah.
1: And Android is um Target. <laughs> Android's like buying clothes from Target. Like no shame there. Like Target no has shame. really nice pants. Yes, I buy I buy do, pants yes. from Target's. Yeah. But I, I just no, maybe and then I don't know. I guess the echo is just buying Amazon basic stuff uh capitalism is bad okay, um so, so mac os will <laughs> yes. so besides that um apple has now put uh open gl into depreciation mode which means it might be eligible to remove that rest any time. rest, rest it's in still peace it's like in a the zombie. release but uh apple's really pushing it towards metal which lol no one's gonna do it uh, speak about lol league of legends does not run on metal uh.
0: lol you're actually playing league of legends but that's that's Uh, a top
1: don't game shame me that's role one of the republic of (laughs) gamers just wanted to let you know
0: (laughs) that's like that's like the first like the uh, constitution of of the republic of gamers
1: Uh, no 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 it's not a constitution it's the metocracy document of the republic of gamers
0: (sighs) we're really really gonna drive this joke to the ground
1: by the way oh i I really i really am um if if anyone wants to make fan art of what the flag of the Republic of Gamers would look like, please, oh, please send it our please.
0: way. Oh my God. Oh,
1: yes. So back, back to the OS though. So oh. basically it's speed fixes, um, a lot of tighten up security features, which I like, or security, uh, not vulnerabilities per se but like holes i would call them be like for example any app could access your microphone without you having to authorize it beforehand yes, or your which webcam which is not good <laughs> and now not? all that's you know like hidden yeah. you have to that's the explicit authorization it's all in the sandbox and stuff which i think is really great really good um there's also the redesigned mac app store which is so much better Ooh, that surprisingly be- not a marzipan app it is written natively in swift and it's it's pretty fast oh it's really cool. fast it's it is really so good. much better um, uh, there's As you're saying, there's Marspan apps, which it's a hodgepodge. You can tell there it's a beta thing. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I think it's gonna be better. I think it's better than Electron. So you know, there's that, but Ooh, that's not a high yeah. bar.
0: That's not a high bar at all.
1: Uh, it's not as nice as UWP.
0: No, UWP UWP apps feel fast and native, right? Like they're not like they're slow, right? Uh, and they're not like a wrapper. I mean, it's not like I mean, it is a wrapper, but it's not like it, it doesn't like feel like it's adding like this whole. Like,
1: well, UWP is native though, right? Yes, that's the, thing. That's the thing. Yeah, UWP, UWP is native. UWP yeah. it isn't like, and these are native apps too. It's just that um, Apple is ported over a lot of the some system libraries from iOS to get them to run, but they're natively running on the machine, right? It's not. It's it's. Uh, I don't think anyone. Emulates it, right? Like even Android apps on Chrome OS, Android apps on Chrome OS, those are still natively ran. The the VM for Android apps, yeah, is, they're
0: running the. They probably have an Android VM, like the Java thing, like the the, the whatever. Yeah, Android they have
1: for. it natively. So, so so like it's it is the compiler for Android. It's Dalvik or R or whatever they call it now. That's natively on, been ported to Chrome OS. So none of these are like emulations, but it's you could tell that they weren't designed with thir- they're not Mac apps and that upsets like a lot of Mac people. Not yet.
0: I mean, I'm, uh, Mars Japan is also like the code name for it. Uh, it's not going to be, obviously not going to be the final name for it. Uh,
1: but it's, it just doesn't use the same system controls and no, same UI not. conventions. Not yet. But yeah. I don't think that's inherently bad. I think Apple still should probably should fix some of the bugs because sometimes you can see the iOS peek through. But I think that the the, the way to go with this is to make it change the mac ui paradigm to be where it works better with this style of application and then you know just work on improving this is the one way to make mac apps because i feel like that's that's the best way to go along because the problem with windows is that microsoft still supports win32 right microsoft has never put a hard cut off there for win32 and that's why no one makes the wp apps and i feel like if apple really wants to succeed they just have to be like you know what fuck it you want to make a mac app come 2025 no more it has to be, this Marzipan style has to be written in, as a modern app, and we're going to drop compatibility. Because look at Microsoft's problems with the Windows Store. They they don't get UWP apps because they keep supporting Win32. They don't want to put their foot down. And I feel like you have to make that hard call.
0: Mm. I mean, Apple already did this sort of hard call once, right? They, they had to switch from
1: PowerPC. No, no, no. They did it with Cocoa to Carbon. No, Carbon to Cocoa yeah the cocoa to
0: carbon and also the also the power pc to intel transition right but Uh, that was
1: recompiling that's different power pc that's you're just recompiling your app for architecture
0: yeah i mean i mean it's it's a similar i mean it's not different like it's different but it's not like it's a similar sort of hardship right it's it's kind of a hardship for developers
1: right well not really because once you just recompile your app in x86 i mean if you're a game right if you, you know
0: how i actually don't know uh this is like a, this is venturing into old people territory and I
1: don't know. I've read uh, enough old OS 10 reviews to know a little bit about this. <laughs> I don't know read a lot all of this. So some circuit. people, some people may, please feel free to at me about this. But from what I've read, it is that Cocoa and Carbon had migration paths to, uh, x86 from if there are any PowerPC specific apis in there but for the most part because it's it's like you're writing it in uh ui kit right that's what carbon to uh, cocoa were, you, the just you, you just recompile you just recompile to it okay. and there might be some bugs that pop up you just fix those bugs and you're good to go it's it's moving from carbon to cocoa because those were libraries for in systems for writing apps that's what i'm saying it's like it's the win 32 to uwp transition where you have to like you might have to rewrite an app or you might have to completely change your app and i think that right Apple is probably going to do it because Apple doesn't care. Apple's done it before. I, but Microsoft also, it's also saying like Microsoft, the reason is to take it off because they try to live and they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want both worlds. But at a certain point, what's... Ho- I mean, Microsoft
0: has always been about backwards compatibility, right? Like they have always, like they, like it's like, it's honestly kind of their strength. And I don't see them straying from it too much. Like I think it would cause too much of a uh, uproar, uh, because there's a lot of win 32 programs, a lot of win 32 programs. There's, there's more, there's probably more win 32 programs combined than like combined, like Mac OS and Linux applications. Right. It's like, there are a lot of win 32 apps, uh,
1: it's, no, no, that's a, I, I get that, right? But at yeah. a certain point, you just kind of the technical debt's going to be there forever if they keep supporting it. Eventually, Microsoft's going to cut it off, right? Like that's that's inevitable. But uh, back to Mojave. Outside of that, there's this test substacks feature, which is not that great. It just organizes your desktop. I mean, um, it's not
0: great for me or you, but it is great for that person who puts everything on their fucking desktop
1: right? Uh, Mm, That's true. That's true.
0: Right. It's not for us. It's meant for people. It's a lot of people, by the way, I'm not really shaming anybody for using the computer, uh, you know, in a way that I don't use it, but it's your computer. So you can use it however you want. Uh, for people who put stuff in on the desktop, this is actually a fairly decent, uh, organizational feature, right? It's, it's a nice quality of life feature for those people. Uh, And that's a majority of people who use Mac OS or Windows even. It'd be cool if Windows had a feature like this too. Uh, So if you could stack uh, applications uh, or objects on the desktop
1: uh there's also a really great feature which is not that important right but it's called import from iphone where if you need to scan a document or take a picture you just right click until you want to import it from your phone it automatically opens the camera app on your phone and when you take that photo it scans it and sends it to your desktop oh that's
0: cool that's like a little okay that's that's neat uh that's pretty neat uh what else are there anything else i think the oh screenshots right the uh slightly they added the i o s thing where you, you you take a screenshot it like puts this little uh thumbnail right that you can you can mess with uh before you save the screenshot right uh yeah and the dark mode is is really the marquee feature
1: uh, oh also um Safari now has better uh tracking prevention going on, okay. which is good.
0: All right, ah, that's
1: good. Uh, so outside of that, I think like all these all these year software releases, minus that one Windows ten bug, like it's what we wanted. We were saying earlier in the year, like what if we just like worked on the core infrastructure for a bit? Because even though not a lot of it shipped in Mac OS, there's obviously new Metal stuff. Metal two was important. The core ML stuff that's in iOS as well and Watch OS. Um, the AR Kit stuff. Uh, the fact that there's better VR support now on macOS. If you are have if you're one of the ten people who have a Mac with a dedicated GPU that can run a <laughs> VR rig, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a, a better eGPU support, right? Like there's a lot yes. of little things, and I think small, that's, it's, it's
0: this quality of life small these, updates. These
1: platforms are like Windows is 20 years old. Mac OS is 20 years old. Mac OS 10 especially. iOS is iOS is like
0: 10 years old, right? It's getting... It is mature. Like, iOS is in a state where
1: it's mature now. At this it's, point, I'm okay with letting features and stuff slow down because software that doesn't change as much is more predictable software, and more predictable software is easier to use because people don't have to consistently relearn things and that sometimes upsets folks especially those who make web apps that you know deploy fast and often and change things all the time but it's better off for your users to sometimes just not ship and take some time with it uh, not ship oh my god don't ship don't ship the only thing that's agile is how agile i am to block you <laughs> oh okay um,
0: that's that's where we're gonna wrap up for today uh for for real we're gonna wrap up uh you can find us uh you can find me on mastodon uh at staticsafe at mastodon.zombocloud.com and christian where can people find you on the internet
1: um, i'm at josephine at 10 forwardsocial dot social and we also have the show notes at two shades brown dot com and if you want to email us it is contact at two shades brown dot com if you solicit us i'm going to publicly shame you and send witty responses and post it on mastodon for social capital just fair warning
0: <laughs> and with that goodbye
1: <laughs> bye